This is episode 52 of season three of the Runner Girls podcast. On tonight's show, we will be answering all of your feedback. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm Megan. And I'm Sue, and this is Season 3 of Runner Girls. Three women brought together by a love of running who are training to run a 5K in 30 minutes or less. And also aiming to record more. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's been a couple weeks. The first week off was a planned week off, and we released a um, hotline episode that week. Um, But then last Sunday, we were getting ready to record. I was getting my computer out to get prepared for the show and um it froze up on me and then refused to work again anymore so i wasn't able to do anything because i can't you know i could record a show maybe but i certainly couldn't edit without my laptop so took me a couple days but i managed to figure out that i needed a new hard drive found one down the road for 20 bucks popped it in and better now (laughs) thankfully so we're back ready to do a show and ready to talk feedback but before we get into that Megan how are you doing I am um sick oh Oh, just for added effect (laughs) yeah as evidenced by the sound of my lovely cough and this is going on what cold number four three probably probably for since summer I think so we're looking at about four months so not not counting back in the early spring when you were sick. No, no, <laughs> not counting then. So it's um, lovely. Uh, teaching is a great, beautiful, wonderful thing. <laughs> you know, it's really, I mean, I feel bad, but it's not as terrible as it could be. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, and hopefully your body's starting to get used to being sick all the time. <laughs> Well, the is I was just, I don't know, two weeks ago, right before I got sick, I was talking about getting my flu shot. Yeah. And then I got sick and somebody's like, well, they probably won't give you a flu shot if you're sick. And I was like, well, I'm not sure if I want to get my flu shot because I don't want to get sick. (laughs) So I didn't get it and got sick and still didn't get the flu shot. So now I really don't know if I want it because if I get sick again after just being sick... I don't know well, what I... Isn't the flu shot supposed to keep you from getting the flu? Yes. Okay. So, hopefully... But some people have reactions to it where they end up sick when they get the flu shot. Uh, have you had one before? No. Oh. Yeah, I haven't either, so I don't know. Yeah. But I get it for free, so I was like, well, I'll do that this year. No. I don't know. See, that's been the reason I've kind of been hesitant to get one. I'm just afraid that I would be the person who would get sick from it mm-hmm. or have the reaction mm-hmm. to it, I guess. Exactly. Oh, well, I hope you feel better. I feel like I'm saying that every episode, but <laughs> you, you deserve a break. Yes. Thank you. Yes, I am. Um, hopefully Thanksgiving and everything will give me time and I'm taking a four day weekend this weekend oh nice nice. so and didn't you just come back from North Carolina two weeks ago the 19th I was up there okay how did that go 
it was good. It was really fun. I got to um, carve pumpkins and go to pumpkin patches and enjoy nice fall weather. Mm-hmm. Are the leaves coming off the trees there? They were colorful, but they weren't coming off yet. Ah. I've actually had more leaves come off here in Florida with the cold weather than up there at the time. Leaves but it was... Yes, they do. They turn colors. The palm trees? We have other trees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kinds of other trees. Okay. I've been there before, but I don't remember other trees, probably because I was so, like, amazed with the palm trees. Yeah. It's like that. Um, but we kind of have a mini fall going on right now. Cool. And then next weekend, it's back up into the 80s. But it's nice. I feel like Florida's bipolar. Yes. Yeah. It, it doesn't know what, what season it wants to be. Yes. It, we have been very back and forth. Like, it's 58 now, but our high tomorrow will be 70, and then it just keeps going up throughout the week. Mm. And our high yesterday was 64, something like that. Well, no wonder you're getting sick. <laughs> Blame it on the weather. Yeah. It's always the weather's fault. That's probably, it got really chilly Friday right when I woke up with it being sick. Hmm. Interesting. So, Katie, how about you? How are things down in South Carolina? You missed the early snowfall? Thankfully, I did, yes. We're having a little cold spell move through right now. And in fact, on the Weather Channel, it looks like it's headed up your way, Sue. Um, yep. But it did bring a little bit of snow to the Midlands, kind of around the capital of Columbia and, and just west of there, Lexington, saw the most snow. Um, a couple of my college friends actually live in Lexington, and they were like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this white stuff? <laughs> exactly, yeah. Earliest snowfall ever recorded in South Carolina, November 1st. Wow. So I'm glad I dodged that bullet. Yeah. And you sound healthy, which is good. Knock on wood. Yes, we know how those germs like to travel over uh, the the Skype lines, yes. but <laughs> I have been good for the past couple of weeks and hope to stay that way. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. And you have visitors? I do, yes. My parents are in town. They um, are visiting from Kentucky and they've been down here about a week and a half and they're staying throughout the this week, we're going to go see a concert on Saturday, Buddy Guy, um, good blues guitar player. So looking forward to that. But yes. <laughs> so what what brought them down? Just wanted to visit with you? Yeah, my dad, um, he had like three weeks of vacation this month. So they were originally, I think, planning on doing some time here and then doing some time in Alabama to visit my sister and her husband. But they are thoroughly enjoying the beach. Well, that's nice. Mm -hmm. I think, um, well, Myrtle Beach is kind of a tourist trap for older people, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and you know what? Truth be told, I've kind of been playing the tourist along with them, uh, just doing some stuff, you know, that I normally wouldn't yeah. go out and, and do. But it's been nice to have them here. They got to... Uh, come to a, a 5k with me and and see me finish that last weekend or this past weekend and um then we went to the homecoming game at 
coastal Carolina and uh, did like a ghost walk around downtown Conway. So it's it's been fun doing some stuff. Very cool. Yeah. And they're, and they're with you for another week. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll be headed back to Kentucky on Sunday. Nice. Well, I hope that goes nice. Um, Me too. I don't think I could survive two weeks with my parents, so. That's why I'm saying me too. (laughs) You're holding up well. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Well, um, we went up to Conway this weekend to visit with Jeff's family, and, um, oh, this is cool. Once I was in um, Conway, I saw on Facebook that our friend Tammy Kubis was running a half marathon in Bridgeton, which is like right down the road. Like we go to Bridgeton every time that we're up there to go to the thrift shops up there. So, um, so I was like, oh, I'll just swing by and say hi. So the kids and I went out, we stopped by the thrift shop, had some lunch, and then we stopped by the half marathon and we got to see Tammy finish and oh, got a cool. big hug and um it was just so cool to see her like you know unexpectedly to see someone you know um a little bit through the internet you know <laughs> just one of those things and of course her mom window is there too so and then she was headed out like right away to go to vermont and i was like you know there's a nor'easter coming you want to get on the road right away right but, um thankfully the snow didn't start yet so i, I think they got there safely so that was that was cool and then we had a big turkey dinner at paul and sharon's and was absolutely delicious i'm still on keto um which is going very very well i'm actually like pretty happy with how well i've stuck with it and my pants and my clothes are starting to get very loose um but more than that i'm still focusing on getting like in shape so i've been doing lots of other exercises so I have been pretty good about not having any desserts, but because we were celebrating Jeff's sister's birthday, I made cupcakes and I had a cupcake. And then um, I was okay with that. And I got up this morning and noticed that I was a little lighter on the scale. So I was like, all right, well, I guess one cupcake now and then isn't going to hurt me. <laughs> yeah. So so that was my weekend. We just got in a few hours ago and buckling down before the snow hits. I don't know if we're going to get snow or not. We might just get rain which um means that we might get flood warnings because we're right on the coast and it likes to flood around here for some reason so but it'll probably be nothing hopefully well i hope so yeah yeah so that's what's going on with me but um i have lots more to talk about running wise so are you girls ready to move along to the running yes yes all right So, Katie, you mentioned you had a 5K, right? I did, yeah. Awesome. And was there other running around the 5K, either before or after? There was one before and one since. Okay. (laughs) So, um, yes, but not much is the answer to that question. Okay. I've just been trying to kind of squeeze it in where... I can. Things have really ramped up with mock trial. Our case was released this past week, so um, doesn't leave me a whole lot of spare time and definitely now <laughs> daylight time by the time I get out of work. Um, but there was just one short run around the neighborhood beforehand. Um, it was about two miles, and then I've done one short run since then, just about the same, two miles around the neighborhood. Um, but it was a 5K that I participated in 
last weekend, which would have been, what, the 20, 25th. 25th. Yeah, the 25th is when I ran the 5K, and it was Holly's Fun Run 5K. Um, and it was held in memory of a young woman who passed away from leukemia and lymphoma. Oh. And all of the proceeds, totally 100% of the proceeds were donated to uh, research endeavors, which I thought was really, really cool. Yeah. They had all the signage, all the t-shirts, everything completely donated from local vendors in the area so that all of the race fee and registration fee could be donated. Um, and the weather was really nice. It was cool that morning. I had on a couple of layers to start, which, Sue, I know you're probably laughing at, but no, not at I all. had on just just a, uh, a, a tech tee and then like a long sleeve uh, zip up jacket over that. So I was really comfortable because once you got started, of course, you warm up and then the sun was shining on us and it was around a lake. There's a uh, a lake in the area it's called Lake Busby that used to be used for one of the power plants as like cooling area um, a steam generated power plant and they've since shut that down so they're in the process of turning the lake over to completely recreational use and they've added paths around it and this was just an out and back path it didn't do the full um, circumference of the lake but it it was out and back and and really scenic like i said it was really pretty the weather was great that morning a really good turnout lots of different ages and abilities because they did encourage walkers as well since it was mainly for charity and um i ended up running the whole thing again which nice. when i got there i thought the path was paved it wasn't it was gravel mm -hmm. So when I saw that, I thought, okay, as long as I can run the whole thing and not fall on my face, that's all I'm asking for out of this race. I didn't want to really set a time goal for myself. But knowing that my times had been coming down, knowing that I had had, you know, the last 5K where I ran continuously, I wanted to try to keep that up. Mm -hmm. And thankfully I did. I did not fall. Nice. <laughs> I did not twist any ankles or bust up any knees. And I ran the whole time. I felt really, really good. good. Uh, and I think the biggest thing that I noticed with that, of course, the cooler temperatures, I'm sure, helped. But something I'm going to bring back up and recommend is running to the beat. That was the first time I had played my 5K running playlist in quite a while where I had actually, you know, picked each song so that the cadence and the beats per minute were right along kind of my running tempo. And it was awesome. Absolutely loved it. The breathing felt good. Everything felt comfortable. Nothing hurt. And it was nice to have my mom and dad there, of course, to see me finish as well. So really, really great. My time ended up being just a little bit slower than the last couple of 5K runs that I had done. But with it being on a trail that wasn't paved, I was happy with it because it was, you know, not too far off. I finished in 41.07. So knowing a of course, again, that I ran the whole thing. I know that'll start to come down because with my free time now having such a crunch on it until at least February when the mock trial competition is, mm -hmm. I um, am really starting to think about my running goals for next year and, and the races that I want to do. So I'm looking at setting up, you know, my, my race calendar for the next couple of months and 
just looking forward to really getting back into it. So fingers crossed everything will go smoothly. Awesome. That sounds like a yeah. really nice race, you know, right along the lake like that. And um, I love it when you have one of those runs that just feels comfortable and, and you go grooving along to music. And um, I really, really miss that. And so I'm just so happy for you that you got to have a run like that. Yeah. And that was the first time that I'd really felt comfortable the entire run you know I I wouldn't say necessarily that the runs leading up to that had been struggles but it just felt good like you said you were out there just kind of in the zone and it was really really nice great and I'm excited to hear you're thinking about your races and your goals for next year because I've been thinking about it too and yeah it'll be here before you know it I just, I want to know that I'll be able to run them, (laughs) you know, you will, Um, but just out of curiosity, do you think that you're going to do the, um, Kentucky Derby half again next year? I have already registered. Awesome. I'm, if I'm in marathon shape next spring, I really want to do that one. I really, really want to do that one. You totally should. It's so pretty. I actually registered on the 31st Halloween because that was when the price jump happened. Yeah. And I, you're going to think I'm crazy. I think I'm crazy for even saying this out loud. But I thought, hmm, I wonder if that would be a good first marathon. Yes. <laughs> I could I could pace you through it. <laughs> and here's the, like, I already know that I'm doing the Kentucky Half Classic again, of course, yeah. between Run the Bluegrass in Lexington and the KDF Marathon or Mini Marathon in Louisville. And I was kind of looking to see, you know, could you do a bib transfer, switch up to the next race if if that was the situation. But I wanted to go ahead and at least lock in the, the Mini Marathon. So that'll be a half in March and a half in April. It's the end of April, the 25th. Yeah. I am so surprised to hear you're actually considering a marathon and like this coming spring. <laughs> I know. Well, you and me both, but I mean, I had such a good experience at that one last mm. year. And if I kind of have the same season leading up to that race, I just thought, you know, that that might be kind of a nice one to to choose yeah. because a lot of my friends do that one, you know, from back home, a lot of my family could come and I think it would just be nice. I think so, too. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Let's do I don't want to lock it down just yet, but right. just throwing it out there. It's funny, Katie, because Run the Bluegrass, I was thinking not next year, but the year after, because mm-hmm. I'll be living in North Carolina. I'm like, oh, yeah. hmm, maybe I can go over and do Run the Bluegrass with Katie, because it's really yes. not that far. And she always talks about it, and it just seems so nice. And it happens to be my birthday weekend. Oh, Perfect. So it'd be like this year it's on my birthday. Oh, that's awesome. So I was awesome. just like, hmm, doing Run the Bluegrass with Katie maybe. And, you know, <laughs> they have really grown that race so much to where that weekend and the week leading up to it, they have so many, like, different events and, like, distillery tours along the Bourbon Trail, and it would be awesome. <laughs> See, I'm, and it's just funny because I was like, oh, those hills and that, I don't know if I could ever <laughs> do a race like that. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm thinking of, like, your hills. <laughs> uh-huh. But it's I mean, cool. You you thought New Jersey, well, and I'm sure it's going to be tougher than New Jersey. Although, Katie, you thought it was tough in a different way, I guess. But Yeah, like, the hills were just different. I think the, the inclines definitely were different. In New they, Jersey, they, were, they felt more kind of prolonged. <laughs> right. And, and in North Carolina, they're steeper, right? I mean, I've seen right. the elevation charts. Yes. Yeah. 
So, so I'll at least have some, if I wait to do it 2016, I'll have definite experience running on yeah. hills. Yes. Right. Because I'll have been running in North Carolina for almost a year. It'll be like, if I move in June, it'll be nine months. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm telling you, the, the scenery of that race is so gorgeous that, you know, even with the crappiest of crappy weather this past year, it was still an awesome race to complete because you're just surrounded by so much beauty that it keeps you keeps you going. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So much to look forward yeah. to. Yeah. I know. For all of us, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, because it's only... I was just going to say, it's only six and a half hours from where I'm moving Lexington is. Oh, yeah, that's not bad at all. No, it really isn't. Huh. Hmm. Cool. Hmm. Katie, do you have any runs planned for this week? This week, I am just hoping to get out there and maybe do a couple of uh, short runs around my neighborhood. I don't have any uh, races scheduled for the next week my next race is actually on the 15th Mm -hmm. and that will be the Polly's island turtle strut 5k so (laughs) that'll just be another local race here um that i'm looking forward to doing and then of course we all i'm sure will be doing some kind of turkey trot on thanksgiving so it feels like we're back in the middle of racing season well maybe not all of us but Aww. I will, no, it's okay. It's okay. I look forward to hearing about your race. Aww. We'll get to okay. me. <laughs> okay. So, Megan, you've been pretty busy these last couple of weeks doing a little traveling, being, well, a lot sick. <laughs> Have you been able to get any running in? I did. Um, I think it was last Sunday. I went and took Luna out for our little mile loop because she'd been driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, we're going to go run. You need it. <laughs> and that's what we did. And it was nice. It was still warm then, um, but getting a little bit cooler. And um, it was just nice to be out there and run. And then I haven't run since then, but I have been going to the gym and really? doing strength training. Nice. Yeah, and it was depressing the first day I went, and they, because they keep a track of how many days it's been since you've been. Oh. Yeah, 213 days. Oh, that's a few. I was like, oh no. At least it's so bad. At least it hasn't been over a year. No, Um, but I've been paying for 213 days worth of gym time (laughs) I haven't been using. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, what kind of exercises did you do? I um, started. It's been mostly lifting, mm-hmm. and I started the new rules of lifting for women, awesome. which has is nice. I like it, and I've started it before, but never really gotten very far, just because I always stop because things happen. Yeah. So I'm hoping to keep up with it. I have it planned out right now with runs in between, because um, I looked at doing the Gasparilla half again. In February because I liked that one it's got um, it's really well managed Mm -hmm. it's also the boring one but it's really well managed sure (laughs) and is either hot or cold so it could go either way right bipolar (laughs) yeah because some years it's like this past year I think it was in the 40s and then two years ago when I did it it was 80 and unbearably hot so you know 
And if I do that, my training starts the first weekend in December, or the first week of December. Oh, nice. And I'm going to try that. I've got uh, days at the gym and running days planned out to kind of lead me up to the base for where the half starts, Mm -hmm. the half training plan starts. So we'll see how that goes. I've just been taking time to focus on me, so... Do you have any um, smaller races coming up, 5Ks or anything planned? I'm going to do a turkey trot. Nice. In Greensboro, which I heard was really hilly, but I just looked at the elevation for this one, and you only gain 86 feet. So... No, that's not bad. That's really not bad. And I looked at the profile thing, and it really wasn't awful at all. I was like, okay, that one's not bad. Because... I was talking to somebody when I was up there two weeks ago, and the Greensboro half and marathon was that weekend, and they said it was really, really hilly, <laughs> mm. which I'm sure is, I don't know what it's like compared to up North Hills, but for North Carolina, I'm sure it was, for Florida, I know it was really hilly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the words hill are in the sentence at all, it's going to be hilly compared to Florida. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think the one Tammy did in um, uh, Bridgeton was pretty hilly. It was on Mountain Road, and we were, like, in the White Mountains. So I'm like, she's like, that was hilly. And she managed to finish in under 2.30. So I was like, that's "That's pretty good. Um, But, yeah, yeah, I I am not one who would willingly sign up for a hilly race. <laughs> Unless there was some other reason for doing it, like a friend was doing it or something. But right. No, I'm always looking for the flat ones, so good luck to you, Megan. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Moving to North Carolina, it'll be a um, huge change. Yeah. Well, get build those muscles up now. Do your strength training, and then hopefully it won't be such a shock <laughs> to the system. Um, do you have any other uh, runs planned for this week? I do. Let me get out my calendar. Um, I have a total of about eight miles planned this week. I'm hoping to get um, tomorrow and Wednesday each two-mile runs in. Mm-hmm. And then over the weekend, while I'm in North Carolina, a four-mile run. Nice. Do you think uh, you're going to be able to do that being sick? Um, the two mile runs I should be able to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be the smartest. We'll try. As long as you can breathe okay. Exactly. And if I take my cough suppressant and do my Flonase, mm-hmm. it'll be fine. Um, cause I won't feel it as much. That'll treat some of the stuff. And Luna needs to go out with me. She needs to go run. So I can do, like, a one mile with her and then do another mile loop. Yep. And then it won't be that bad. And the weather's really too beautiful not to run. It's really nice and it's getting cooler. Yeah. So it's not unbearably hot and the humidity isn't so high. So it's worth it to run. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, I look forward to hearing how that goes. And, you know, if you're not feeling up to it, stay in bed because if you're sick, you need to rest. (laughs) Yes. Don't feel guilty. Um, But yeah, that'll be good. So have fun in North Carolina this weekend. 
you're traveling all like all the time now yeah um well with family and the guy I'm seeing being up there yeah and not really having I guess like a whole lot here yeah besides work it's just it's nice and it's not a terrible drive or expensive good so it's actually cheaper to drive than it is to fly oh yeah that's true by like half so it just makes more sense yeah well I hope you have a good time and hopefully we'll hear from you next week yes (laughs) we're trying to figure out the logistics of it but there will be a show next week (laughs) (laughs) all right last we left off I was planning to do one more race to finish off the um Dover race series which was the Trick or Trot 5k and um this is one that Uh, is a costumed race and they were having a costume contest so I was excited to dress up for that I chose to go as Batman or Batgirl and um, my friend Amy was running it and uh, my friend Bree decided to run it as well and then last minute my daughter Anna decided she was going to run it so um, so Bree dressed up as a pirate and Anna put on my um, Supergirl costume and went a Supergirl. We had to pin it a little bit, but but it worked out well. Um, and it it was fine. Um, you know, I'm still I'm still having you know nagging um, issues with my injury only when I run, but um, but that's when I don't want to have it. So that was not great um and so I just decided I was gonna take it easy and um my friend Bree had been um dealing with a little bit of a injury nothing major but she also was just like yeah we'll just do it for fun and it actually ended up being um lots of walking towards the end Anna took off she finished well ahead of me and Bree um Amy finished well ahead of Anna because Amy is like super fast so we actually missed her like she waited around for a good 40 minutes and um we were still running at that point so um so we missed Amy at the end of the race but Anna finished in 33 minutes uh somewhere around there and um Bree and I just kind of hung out, did some walking, did some running, did lots of chatting, and um, finished in 43 minutes and two seconds. Um, We actually did something that we do when we run together, which is at the very end of the run, we race each other. (laughs) Um, And so we did that at the finish line. I'm like, let's race. And she's like, okay. And then um, we both started sprinting. And then uh, I let her go ahead because um, I had uh, a situation (laughs) You remember that thing that I told you about that was happening after I had Shion? Um, I was having exercise-induced incontinence during races. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that's back now, so that's oh. fun. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, it's because I haven't been um, running, I think. You know, I got through marathon training without it you know I was I was fine then so I think it's just from being out of shape and I need to work on strengthening some muscles again and getting back into shape so but but the race was fun um my friend Brie won best uh female costume so that was cool and nice uh, it was a good day we got some uh clam chowder at the end so the soups are back (laughs) Yay! Yay! Soup weather. Yes, and I qualified for the jacket, and that was the 
that was the main goal. So, um, so I was happy to have done that, had a great time and, um, you know, worst race time ever, but I don't even care. doesn't matter at all. Um, and I am, all right. So after that race, I was, <laughs> here's the other side of the running issue for me. Um, last we spoke, I had gone to my doctor and got a referral for a sports doctor and orthopedic. And I went and I saw Dr. Crawford and, um, we kind of talked about the symptoms that I was having and the issues I was having only when running. And, um, he agreed that it was, uh, a ham, my hamstring tendon that was giving me the problems. He thought that perhaps, um, during that, it was one specific speed workout where, um, I injured myself and he thought that because I hadn't been warmed up properly that um, and my muscles were cold that I kind of snapped the tendon off of the bone um, yeah and um, and I thought well that makes perfect sense um, and he said that probably the four or five weeks that I took off immediately afterward weren't sufficient because at the time I was thinking I had a muscle injury I thought that would have been fine but tendons take a lot longer to heal. So he thinks that my running since then has kind of delayed the um, further healing of the tendon. So then he referred me to a physical therapist and um, I went and I saw her. It was a couple days after the um, Trick or Trot 5K and I pretty much made up my mind at that point. Well, you know, I got my race series done. I'm not going to run anymore. I'm just going to concentrate on the healing. So I pretty much decided I'm not running at all in November. I'm not. Um, so I went and I saw my physical therapist and she decided she wanted to, um, watch me run. So she put me on the treadmill and she recorded my, um, running and then played it back for me. And she, and she tested like um my muscles and all my strength and she said everything was good except when I run my left foot kind of turns in when it hits the ground um and she said that could have something to do with my injury because it's the same leg so maybe like some lower shin weakness um resulted in my hamstring trying to make up for it or whatever Mm. so I'm like okay that's fine Um, And then, so she showed me some exercises that she wanted me to do to strengthen um, my lower shin muscles. And the the doctor I saw also gave me some exercises as far as strengthening my hamstrings. So I'm like, all right, get the exercises. I'll make sure to do those. Great. And those, so she said she wanted to put KT tape on my leg and then have me try running with that and see how it felt. And at this point, I'm like, "Um, you want me to run? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, but no more than a mile. Just do until you feel the pain and then stop. And then, you know, the next day, see how you do running. And I'm like, so, I'm sorry, you want me to run? And (laughs) she's like, yeah. And I'm like, like every day? And she's like, yeah, you you know, you're only going to do a mile or or less. And I'm like, okay. And so she, she taped up my leg and she's giving me these instructions and I'm like, you know, the doctor said that it was the running that was preventing my injury from healing. And she's like, yeah, well, you rested for, you know, those four or five weeks. So, um, so you can, you can start your recovery now. And I'm like, okay, all right. So like I left there and I told Jeff 
like all the stuff that she told me and I'm like she wants me to run but I don't feel good about it and um he's like well you need to do what she says and I'm like all right so so I went out that afternoon I went for a run I did a little less than a mile it was 0.85 and then I started to feel that like tightness it kind of starts in the butt for me uh, Mm -hmm. and goes to my inner thigh so I started to feel that and then I stopped and so I made it almost a good mile before I felt anything and the next day I went out and I made it a third of a mile before I very definitely felt something and I'm like all right well I came back to the house swearing and I'm like this KT tape doesn't do crap and I'm (laughs) I'm like delaying the healing by running on it because I went you know it it was like almost right away I felt it again Mm -hmm. but I went out the next day (laughs) and I tried again and this time I made it a tenth of a mile and I'm like "Uh uh-uh so I came home and um was like all right well I'm gonna just not follow her advice anymore because I don't think that the tape is doing very much at all and I feel like I really do need to rest more so um so that's where I left it. That was my last run, and I um, decided to take November off, so I haven't run at all um, since Thursday, and um, probably going to take a couple weeks in December off to give myself a good solid six weeks, no running, but I'm, I am going to do all of the exercises and the stretches that they recommended um, and keep up with my other fitness training, my strength training that I've been doing. But yeah, I'm just, I I felt very conflicted because on one hand, it's like, well, I want to listen to the doctor and on the other hand, or physical therapist, on the other hand, I kind of feel like the doctor knew what he was talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, so that's where I am. And um, I, I was looking at where I was this time last year and Mm -hmm. last year it was November 15th that I gave birth. So I hadn't done much running in October or November of last year, and I kind of came back mid-December. So I'm like, if I give myself until mid-December, I'll be where I was last year, and hopefully I will be healed and able to run and gradually build up again. Um, And that would be great, because then, you know, assuming I'm in good shape, I can get back to where I was this year in the spring. So, So that's my plan, just taking it easy. Um, getting stronger in November. I'm making myself a recovery training plan, which consists of no running, but strengthening stuff. And then um, in December, I'm going to try running again. And I'll take it easy through December and January and just kind of try and ease back into it. And since I'm still on keto, I thought, well, this is the perfect opportunity for me to try to become a fat adapted runner. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll be fully keto adapted at that point and I can just start slow and easy and and see if that works for me so so that is what I've been up to running wise um yeah not gonna do any um turkey trots but I look forward to recovering fully from my injury and you got the jacket yes I don't have it yet but I've earned it so that's coming (laughs) yes and it was a fun race so all in all, and, and, you know, this this fall has been not what I had wanted it to be, but I, I feel like everything that happened in the spring totally makes up for it. So, yeah. overall, it evens out. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, it's good. Well, I'm happy. 
I was going to say, I'm glad that you've got, you know, your recovery plan and everything kind of lined up and in order and, and, you know, finally on the road to recovery, you know, that's, I'm really hoping that it all works out for you. And I know how you are. I know how you like to plan everything. So (laughs) if anybody can do it, Sue, it's you. Thank you. Yeah. Are you girls ready to move along to our weekly topic, which this week is all feedback? Yes. Yes. All right. So this week we are catching up on all the feedback that we have been neglecting, and we are starting with our emails. So Katie, who is the first email from? Our first email comes from Catherine with a C, and Catherine says, Hi Runner Girls, please find below the link to my race results from yesterday's race. I came in 84th, six seconds off my prediction time of 54 minutes. Nice. Not bad, considering my TomTom GPS watch ran out of battery just after four miles. Oh no. I was aching from an intense kettlebell session, strong headwinds on the return leg, and what has now been diagnosed as a tooth abscess. Oh my gosh. Talk about the perfect storm. Poor Catherine. And now, tucked up in bed, feeling sorry for myself, no chance of my recovery run. I will be entering the charity challenge again for my next 10k next month and can hopefully improve on my above time love listening to you all since i started training for my first half set for march of 2015 i have about 30 episodes to go until i am up to speed and look forward to hearing you and are all under 30 minutes for 5k soon yes fingers crossed it'll be before i turn 31 (laughs) Uh, and we're hope that you're feeling better um by now and i'm sure by the time you hear this 30 30 episodes into the future Mm -hmm. you will be slaying it your times will be stellar and um i will definitely be running a half with you in march so keep it up Catherine. we all go through the the storm to come out into the sun so i'm hoping that it all goes well for you too i just have to say like in spite of her watch like crapping out on her she still came within six seconds of her predicted time that is really good that's really good like inner timing and considering like that the winds and the tooth and the leg (laughs) right so awesome job Catherine. So our next piece of feedback is an email from Carol about her charity challenge race. And she says, I paced my friend through her first half. We stopped a lot in Canada to take pictures and she struggled a bit during mile nine because her goo went down wrong. Ah, that's terrible. And she had trouble breathing and clearing her throat. Oh no. But I coached her through the rough patch and she pulled it together to finish strong. We held hands down the finish chute and she had first-timer tears and elation. Mm-hmm. I had a blast the whole way and definitely recommend this race. That's awesome. So she says she stopped in Canada to take pictures, so I'm guessing it was like U.S. to Canada race or through Canada? Yeah, which makes me think the Detroit Marathon Ooh, does that. Yeah. It goes, you start in Michigan and you have to have your passport because you cross over into Canada. I didn't what? realize Detroit was that close to Canada. There I go showing my lack of geography knowledge. <laughs> I That's feel like cool, it's though. the Detroit Marathon. I know it's a marathon in Michigan. Okay. Well, that's awesome, Carol. Um, way to help your friend get through her first half. And 
um, it's got to be an amazing, you know, moment for your friend and for you to be there for her, finishing with her. That's really sweet. Our next bit of feedback comes from Facebook. Vanessa posted on our page at facebook.com slash Podcast. She says, I just want to tell you guys how great you are. In December and January, I was catching up with your podcast from the beginning. And then you guys were training as I was training for my first half marathon. And then you came up with the crazy idea of doing 5K in 30 minutes or less. I thought I would never be able to do that. But thanks to your inspiration, I am now trying to do 5K in 25 minutes. And yesterday, I did 10K in 56.40, all thanks to you guys. Keep on running. Much love and strength. Vanessa from Australia. And I just get to say... I think that we need to inspire us as much as we inspire her because I feel like I am slacking. (laughs) That's awesome. She has done an amazing job. Yes, great job, Vanessa. And And thanks for the support, too. She's always chiming in on Facebook and whatnot. Jennifer also left us a post on our Facebook page, and Jennifer writes, Hey, Katie, Megan, and Sue, I thought you all should know I just ran my first 5K race with my boyfriend this morning in St. Paul, Minnesota. The feels-like temperature was around 30 degrees. Oh, no way. 30 degrees. (laughs) But it felt wonderful once I started running. I finished in 32.16, thanks to a downhill finish, and came out in 1,068th place out of 2,583 people. Nice. Can't wait for my next race, which is on Thanksgiving. Awesome job. First 5K, and she hit a 32.16. That's awesome. Downhill finish or not, you should totally be proud of that. Absolutely. Great job. Our next Facebook post is from Kent, and he says, 16 weeks into a 20 re- week training plan. I ache everywhere. All I do is eat, sleep, and run. My coworker thinks I have lost my mind. I can't keep weight on. I have no confidence I can do this after my 24-miler last week. Damn, I love training for a full. (laughs) (laughs) I can totally relate. (laughs) I do remember that feeling, though, during marathon training, that my legs were always aching. Like, my calves were always sore, and my legs just always felt stiff. But, yeah, I miss it. I mean, of all the running that I've done, the marathon training was my favorite. So, um, Kent posted this a while ago. I assume he's run his full since he's posted this. So, I'm curious to hear how that went. Next post is from Vicky, and she says, Sorry to hear about Sue's injury. It can be especially rough when an injury messes up race plans. I don't know if you guys ever tried this, but I found that doing yoga once or twice a week helps keep me stretched as well as giving me new stretches to incorporate into my routine. One of my favorite after a long runs is a hip stretch called figure four. Seriously, I swear by it. And she sent a link to the um, yoga pose, which is the figure four. And I do have to say, Vicki, I, I have been doing a little bit of yoga here and there. And I recently tried a new video. I think it's EckhartYoga.com, but I found it on YouTube. And there was a figure four. And that is not my favorite yoga pose. Um, <laughs> so I, I'll probably do it again. And maybe I'll get better at it, but my balance is terrible. So standing on one leg and trying to like stay still with my other leg out to the side, I'm wobbly. (laughs) 
but uh but yeah I, I appreciate that Vicky and and I'm making sure to incorporate yoga into my recovery training plan so next up we have some comments on our blog Jackie left us a comment on the blog and Jackie says I really enjoy listening to your show even if I have to listen to it at a mile and a half speed or 1.5 speed I guess on the on the podcast app it motivates me to get running the next day I usually listen at night and it also makes me feel so good to know you all struggle with many of the same things I do like squeezing in a run after a long day at work or if I get thrown off my training schedule. Most of all, it's encouraging to hear running a 5K in 30 minutes isn't so easy. My goal to run a 5K in 30 for Thanksgiving, my goal is to run the 5K in 30 for Thanksgiving, so I'll be listening really good to make sure I hit my goal. (laughs) Thanks for all your great inspiration. Yes, I totally have that feeling Jackie you know you you read so oftentimes oh I ran my first K yeah or first 5k what'd you do it in 24 17 you're like what (laughs) (laughs) you know it doesn't always come so easily to everyone and I think we um are especially good at sharing our struggles (laughs) Uh, so it's nice to know that you all appreciate the realness of our running podcast absolutely And yeah, let us know how your uh, Thanksgiving 5K goes. Yes, good luck right around the corner. Our next piece of feedback was also a blog comment left by Tanya. And she says, just listen to this episode on my run this morning. It's been nice hearing about Sue's daughter getting into running. I hope she keeps it up. My now 16-year-old son trained for and ran a marathon with me when he was 13. Wow. Wow. It was such an amazing experience. Even though our time was an hour slower than the other two marathons I've done, it was by far my best. I also have a question. I didn't think I'd missed any episodes, but now I'm questioning if I have. As someone who is as avid a baker as I am a runner, I'd been expecting to hear about Sue's Bakery opening sometime, but now I'm wondering if I missed an announcement about that. Yes, we listeners like to hear as much about your lives as you're running. Great podcast. Hope you keep going forever. Um... Yeah, I haven't really talked about it on the show because, well, there really hasn't been a lot to talk about. Um, We kind of just ran out of money to get the bakery opened. Um, We have had to pay two rents, and um, Jeff's been out of work for a little bit, and then the rear end went on my car, and so um, it's been a, a tough year for us financially. And in addition to that, I kind of lost the motivation to do the bakery when I was doing my marathon training. That's about when I stopped talking about it. And that's because I, I pretty much, I couldn't, I didn't find I could put all my energy into two things at once. And I, I just went, I went to the marathon. Um, and so it kind of went down from there. I just actually, the year was up on the lease that um, I had for the location that I had rented and the landlord asked if I was planning on renewing it and I said I didn't think I'd be able to and so I closed it down unfortunately I mean we never opened but yeah that that's what happened with the bakery and then the other side of the coin is that I'm now in a lifestyle or at least like um, nutrition wise <laughs> I'm not eating sugar or grains anymore so that conflicts a little bit with baking cupcakes. Um, and so that was, that was the other 
reason where I kind of lost the the motivation to do that. So, um, on on one hand, it's it's sad because, you know, obviously I didn't get to see my dream through, and there was a lot of wrestling with that as I made the decision to um, not continue with it, and it was not an easy one to make. But um, on the other hand, it's a relief to have it be over and to not feel this pressure of when are you going to open and um, what's going on with the bakery and you know all of that so um, the financial weight is also gone which is which is nice so it didn't work out I wish there was something better to say about it but there isn't that's it it just it didn't happen for me I, I was I was sad about it, but now I'm I'm happy to move on, and I can focus on the things that I that I really am truly passionate about right now. So, so that's what happened with that. And as far as your running with your son Tanya, I think that's super cool that you managed to convince a 13 year old to run a marathon with you. Yeah, my son's 14. There's no way in hell he would <laughs> do that. So. So that's great. Sounds like she's been a real uh, inspiration for him. All right. So moving along to the next bit of feedback is um, iTunes reviews. We got a review from Trilby Adams on iTunes who says, Love it. I look forward to a new episode every week. These girls capture the real life ups and downs of running with busy jobs and raising kids. I love hearing the runner girl recommends and learn something new every time I listen. Keep it up, girls. So thank you, Trilby. We do plan on continuing as long as my MacBook cooperates. So (laughs) down but not out. (laughs) That's right. Our next iTunes review comes from Gina Lynn, and she titled it, My Absolute Favorite. This is by far my favorite running podcast. Heck, my favorite podcast in general. Oh, thank you. Wow. These three girls are real, in all capital letters, people that I can relate to. They aren't elite runners or coaches, but feel people but real people with lives who love to run and are trying to find a way to fit running into their lives. It's so refreshing and so relatable. These girls remind us that not all runners run eight minute miles or less and that it is actually okay. I get to listen to their triumphs of completing marathons or setting PRs, but I also get to hear about their trials and struggles of missing runs, of life getting in the way, or of injuries. After a while, you start to almost think of it as hearing a conversation among your friends and can't wait for the next episode. This podcast has helped me through a lot of boring treadmill runs, some of my really long training runs, and even my very first full marathon. I can't recommend it enough. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, Gina Lynn. That is so sweet. Um, You know, that's, I think, one of my favorite comments to hear from people of course we love them and appreciate them all but I really love when other people feel just like I do that I'm having a conversations with my friends and you guys just get to listen in on it and uh, hopefully you find it as entertaining as we do (laughs) I love that that's what you said Katie because I thought that you were gonna say that not all runners run eight minute miles was your favorite part (laughs) (laughs) that too (laughs) but no I'm with you I appreciate that like it's just friends chatting about running so yeah it's fun next piece of feedback was also an iTunes review and 
This person says, it's like listening to your best friends, says KC62990. <laughs> I've been listening to these girls for over a year now, and this show has turned to a must-listen to each week. Megan, Katie, and Sue are average runners trying to pursue various running goals. They are real and easy to relate to as I face some of the same issues in my own marathon training. I often find myself laughing out loud or responding to their topics, even when I am alone on the trail. Keep up the good work. I, like I totally do the same thing to some podcasts. So I'm glad I'm not alone there. You know, I'm sure people are kind of giving me the weird looks when I'm talking to my headphones. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Too. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Talking to the podcast and no mm-hmm. one else can hear it. <laughs> yep, that's fine. Talk away. We are listening. And the last iTunes review is from Homie Gibb. And he says, or she, says, love the runner girls. All runners will find their motivational words inspirational. Not only the runner girls. Love the feedback allows us to push races we love. So thank you very much, homie Gib. We love the feedback too, so keep it yeah. going. Yeah, and um, love getting the iTunes reviews. We don't talk about them enough on the show because we don't get them very often, but um, if you haven't reviewed us on iTunes, we would love to have your comments because it does help to push our visibility in iTunes and more people will see us. And I'm sure you can also review us in the, um, is there like an Android podcast store? Because there, there's got to be, right? Whatever that is, you can review us in that too. <laughs> Yeah, that, that thing. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I know there's, I know Stitcher, but I don't know, um, Stitcher takes reviews, maybe? Don't know. I've never looked for one on Android as long as I've had my, well, I looked and couldn't find one. Oh. And there's a lots of different um, podcast apps in Android, too. So I, I don't know, like, what the main one is that people use. I use Podcast Addict. Um, just because it was the easiest for me to figure out. And it searches for podcasts from iTunes as well. Um, but I don't know if that one has reviews. But but I'd be interested to hear what other people think about um, podcast apps on Android and how to submit reviews and whatnot. So that is it for all the feedback that we have overlooked. I hope I got them all. But if I didn't, feel free to email me your feedback and we will feature it on an upcoming episode. And don't forget, we also have the Runner Girls hotline where you can leave us a voicemail about your race or run at 206-337-4715. Love listening to those messages because we're hearing it in your own voice and that is pretty cool. So keep those coming in. And I think that's it for feedback. Are you girls ready for Run a Girl Recommends? Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Time for our recommends this week. Megan, what is your recommend? My recommend this week is something I picked up at a fancy schmancy health food store. Not really. It was a public screen wise. <laughs> okay. Um, my friend started paleo last weekend. And so she was going around trying to get ingredients for paleo stuff, which is really difficult. I don't know how she does it. Isn't paleo just like whole foods that aren't processed? Sort of, but there's no grains, no sugar, no dairy. More restrictive. Yes. It's basically meat and vegetables. That's pretty much what I eat. (laughs) Yeah, but she does not eat like that at all. So she was was having to find a lot of stuff and ways to go about it. Okay. So we were at a public screen eyes and I 
was just with her and um i found these chips called bear baked chips and they were they're apples that are baked Mm -hmm. organic and they only have two ingredients which i loved apples and cinnamon nice Mm. that's all the ingredients say i was like that's cool and they taste really good it was like eating crunchy apple pie that's a nice bonus yum yeah and luna liked them too (laughs) so they're called bear baked chips yep and you think they only come in apple okay well we'll have to um we'll post a link in the show notes anyway so we'll probably find out from the website if they have additional varieties um but if not, I mean, they still, they sound yummy. They were really good. And I liked that they didn't have that, um, they had very few ingredients. Mm. Awesome. Well, my recommend this week is um, a YouTube workout video that I found when I, one day I wanted to get a decent cardio workout in. And this is, um, I found it on a YouTube channel for Fitness Blender, which I think has the website fitnessblender.com. So I think you can get their videos either via YouTube directly or from their website. But I found them on YouTube, and um, they have like, I want to say like between 100 and 200 YouTube videos, all different workouts. Um, Some of them are like 10 minutes long, some of them are 20 minutes, some of them are almost an hour. So depending on how much time you have, you can pick the video that you want to get, you know, the amount of workout you want done. So um, I found one that um, I, I had enough time to do and had me doing some new exercises I hadn't done before, like mountain climbers and burpees in addition to squats and jumps and um, uh, push-ups and jumping jacks. And let me tell you, I probably, it was, I think it was like a 20-minute workout, but at some points I had to stop and catch my breath. So I I don't know if I did the full 20 minutes, but in the amount that I did do, which probably conservatively I did 15 minutes of it, I was so sore the next day. Really? Especially my calves. And um, it actually made me really happy because one of the things I was worried about um, not running is, like, my calf strength. That was the one thing. Like, marathon training really strengthened my calves. And I'm like, I don't want to lose that strength and have to rebuild it. So this workout really, really worked my calves. And I know that I can come back to it and and keep those strong. So um, I I just thought this is a great resource for people who want to find a new type of workout and and they have all different ones I mean it's not like every workout's going to have burpees and mountain climbers in it those are the worst by the way don't do those um (laughs) they are really really difficult for me anyway um but they have lots of different types of workouts on there so definitely encourage you if you're looking for um a new workout or you don't even want to think about it just pick something from fitness blender put it on and give it a try so highly recommend and it's free so free fitness videos it's pretty good katie you recommended a um video series before and i couldn't remember what it was and i couldn't find it on the website so i was just searching youtube but what was the one that you recommended i'm pretty sure it was the tone it up video series Mm -hmm. yeah with the tone it up girls yeah very cool awesome all right so what is your recommend this week 
My recommend is something that I mentioned at the top of the show and on previous episodes, uh, but it really came back into play on the last 5K that I did. So I wanted to mention it again because it made such a huge difference in my run and my performance and really just the way I felt about it. Running to the beat. You know, I am such a music person anyway that whenever I can (laughs) find a way to listen to music while doing something else that I love, it's great. Uh, But when it kind of helps the first thing that I'm doing, it's even better. And if you take the time to actually figure out kind of your pace, look up songs that have that cadence or that beats per minute to where then you construct a playlist where you're running to the beat the entire time. Um, And two, if you can figure out, you know, maybe you want to speed it up. Maybe you want to do negative splits. So you put songs with faster beats per minute toward the end of the playlist. It is a great way to keep your mind off of, for me, the mental challenge that running can sometimes pose. Um, Because if you're just keeping up with the beat, then you're not having to think about, now I've got to push it harder. Now I've got to exert myself this much Mm -hmm. more. It just kind of comes naturally. And there's a ton of resources out there um, to provide you with songs, uh, beats per minute already listed, things that can do it automatically for you. Literally just Google running to the beat and, you know, a thousand and one things comes up. So check it out if it's something that you've never done before. I think it'll make a huge difference, especially if you're a music person. And let us know how it goes in the feedback. But I love it. I'm definitely going to make some refreshed playlists for running to the beat for my upcoming races and and training going into the new year. So I love it. Running to the beat. Give it a shot. Awesome. And does that use um, music that's already on your phone? Yes. Yeah, basically... um, like I said, it's, I'm just giving you the topic of running to the beat, but oh. I've got things like Jog FM on my phone. Yep. Um, there's like a manual BPM calculator to where you can tap the space bar on your computer to figure out a song's BPM. A, a bunch of different resources out there to kind of create your own playlist for whatever your running pace may be, mm-hmm. but it's made a huge difference for me. And um I just think if you dig into it a little bit or go back in the previous shows where we've talked about stuff like that, it's great. Really give it a shot. Yeah. Um, There was one that I used on iOS that I liked a lot that was Trail Mix. And one of the things that was interesting about Trail Mix specifically was that when you were running, um, you select, you know, the pace that you want to run at. And if Mm -hmm. you start to fall below that pace, the music will slow down. So it's ah. kind of an auditory reminder to speed up. And then if you start to go too fast, the music's going faster. So it's like it speeds up and slows down to match your pace. You could stay at the pace you want to run at, but the music may sound weird. <laughs> so I thought that was an interesting um, aspect to it. But I remember Jog FM. I remember using that one as well. So mm-hmm. very cool. Awesome. Well, some great recommends. Up next, we have Runner Girl of the Week. This week's Runner Girl of the Week is a runner guy, and this is Justin from Weymouth, Massachusetts. And Justin shared a treadmill run that he did that was 11 miles, and he ran at like a 6.54 pace, 
which is on a treadmill for 11 miles i know right <laughs> um but he said he decided to jump on the treadmill and watch the new york city marathon instead of dealing with the mess outside happy i did because of a couple great finishes and i just thought that that's cool because it, i mean a lot of times on the treadmill it can seem to take forever <laughs> for me i would much rather run outside than run on a treadmill even though it feels harder because the time seems to go by quicker to me being outside but when you are watching a marathon i think that's great inspiration to keep running because you can actually pretend that you're running the marathon as well um, and the new york city marathon today was was pretty good i mean it was super windy it's like really windy up in new england right now and so the first i want to say first 15 to 20 miles of the new york city marathon today was all against the wind oh so and it was like 30 mile per hour winds sometimes 34 so um so that was a tough race today and um there were some great finishes i know um wilson kipsang was battling it out at the end against luisa de Sisa, and um as far as the women's race there was i want to say it was diva and no it was it was another runner against mary katani and mary katani pulled it out but there was a, a little bit of back and forth in like the last mile of, of each of those races so that was that was really cool to see so i enjoyed watching the new york city marathon and i thought it was cool that justin used that as inspiration for his treadmill run so great job justin modifying your run and, and getting it done instead of dealing with the windy mess that was going on outside yeah <laughs> all right and just a reminder we choose our runner girl and guy of the week from our daily mile feeds if you would like to friend us on daily mile and possibly be a future runner guy or girl all of our links are on the sidebar of our website at runnergirlspodcast.com Okay, and now we have the Charity Challenge, and this year for the Runner Girls Charity Challenge, we are supporting the ASPCA, which works to rescue animals from abuse nationwide, and our goal is to raise $500 by the end of the challenge in December, so here's how it works. To enter the challenge, just donate $5 to the challenge and fill out the entry form at runnergirlspodcast.com slash charity challenge. You tell us which race you are planning to run this fall and your estimated finish time, and the three people who get closest to their goal time will win both a Runner Girls Tech Tee and a special charity challenge race medal. Everyone who enters the challenge will get a virtual race bib and a shout out on the show. In order to qualify for the prizes, though, you have to email us with your race results just so we can verify your time. So the three winners will be announced when the challenge ends in December. And if you want to enter more than once, you can, but each entry must be for a different race. So for more information and to enter the challenge, go to runnergirlspodcast.com slash charity challenge. So thanks this week to Rebecca Cook who will be running the Marin County Turkey Trot 5K in Novato, California on November 27th. Shout out to Shelly Schneider, who entered the Des Moines Marathon in Des Moines, Iowa. That was on Sunday, October 19th. Also to Sydney Francois, who entered the Folsom Blues Breakout Half in Folsom, California. That was on Saturday, October 18th. And thanks to Krista Allgood, who ran the Bass Pro Kohik Half Marathon in Springfield, Missouri today. 
Shout out to Catherine Sagerson, who won the XCH10K in Christchurch, Dorset, UK on October 19th. Wait, she won it? No, she ran it. <laughs> okay. Well, let me repeat that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out to Catherine Sagerson, who ran the XCH10K in Christchurch, Dorset, UK on October 19th. And to my fellow Kentuckian, Larry Duncan, who ran the Monster Dash in Bowling Green, Kentucky on October 25th. Yes. And thanks to Carol Cantwell, who won, who ran. <laughs> See, now I'm doing it. Apparently, everybody's a winner today. Yes. <laughs> Carol Cantwell, who ran the Detroit International Half Marathon on October 19th in Detroit, Michigan. I told you it's international. That's the one that goes into Canada. You need Ooh. a passport on you. Ah, I wonder if they make you stop to check it. <laughs> I think they do when you like run through a tunnel and everything. It's cool. That is cool. Shout out to Jackie Byer, who will be running the Thanksgiving 5K in Eureka, Montana on Thanksgiving Day. And our last shout out this evening is for Sarah Methugan. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name, who ran the Monster Dash Half Marathon on October 25th and also entered for the Turkey Trot 10K, both in St. Paul, Minnesota. Awesome. Thank you to everybody. And thanks to you, as of today, we are at 24% of our $500 goal. Yay. So good luck to all the Charity Challenge entrants. And remember to email us a link with your race results to runagirlspodcast at gmail.com. So we have a couple of interview shows coming up, which I'm really excited about. And after that, during the holiday season, we are planning on doing a run blogger series with people who have running blogs. So if you have a running blog and you would like to come on the show and talk to us about that and your running journey, please email us, runagirlspodcast at gmail.com, and we would love to hear from you and talk to you on the show. And so that'll be coming up later on in November and, and in December. So look forward to hearing about that. And then that'll bring us into the new year where we'll have our New Year's resolutions. We'll be setting some goals for 2015, which I am super excited about. So that is it for this episode. Katie, do you have a quote for us? I do. Um, I think I might have mentioned this specific Instagram feed before but if you have Instagram and you want some good running inspiration follow it. It's the Rock and Roll Marathon group uh, on Instagram and this was something they posted the other day and I just really liked it. It's simple yet says so much in so few words. It says run the mile you're in. I like that because focus on you. Running is such an individual sport as is. Just focus on the mile that you're in, focus at the race that you're having, and the rest of it will come in time. That's really cool. And when I see that, I kind of, I interpret it just a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like the way that, that I like your perspective on it, because it's run the mile you're in. And to me, when I see it, it's run the mile you're in. So for me, it's like, it doesn't matter if you're running like a four mile race or, um, you know, a marathon in you're you're overwhelmed by the distance. Just focus on the mile that you're in right then. Um, right. And, and just get through that mile. And then when you get to the next one, get through that mile. So I, I like that. I really think that's a, that's a great quote. Yeah. Or you can say, 
run the mile you're in. <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on where you want to put the inflection. Yes. So many meanings. Very cool. So that is it for episode 52 of season three. Join us next time. We'll be talking with Luke Humphrey from Hanson's Marathon Method. If you have any comments, you can email us at runagirlspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at facebook.com slash runagirlspodcast or tweet to us at runagirlshow on Twitter. You can find our show at runagirlspodcast.com and on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Now go outside and run.